Hello everyone, welcome back to Moha's 2020 vision. Um, I might be rebranding this considering what happens to how we go about this podcast because it has been four months since the last time I actually recorded something and put something out. Um, within that time, the world has pretty much flipped itself over and chaos is going on. But today I come to you with three of my friends, Damiano, Justin, and Chris, who are all or were part of the SBA program. We're all somewhat of the teachers in the Department of Education. And we also are a D&D dungeon crew thingy-majig that Justin leads and loves doing and spends way too much unnecessary money on. But that's a different story. Um, but yeah, so today we're just going to be talking about one, probably we're going to drop in the after effects of our game that we just had. And also talk about how the world has pretty much changed and since Justin and Damiano are very in the IT world they might be talking about the complete and utterly terrible possibly takeover of technology from the central level to the school level so that should be fun um we might say a lot of things that you guys don't understand but feel free to let me know and I'll try to undo all the acronyms we say so you guys want to say hi? Yeah, and hi, I'm Chris, and I'm graphic. So uh, just as the audience is going to be confused about the shit they talk about, I'll be with you, just live. I'm Damiano, and I don't even think we can start talking about the intricacies and failures of DIIT before we even talk about the way that this podcast is being recorded. But <laughs> I digress. I'll let Justin say a few words. Uh, hi, I'm Justin. Um, this is my, th oh wait, no, I'm not in AA. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm Justin. Um, an IT, uh, specialist is my technical title that I use on my, uh, website. I thought and you were software engineering. NZ. I, uh, I forget. <laughs> Never mind. Either way, I'm Justin and... I can't think. Justin, so you sound like you're playing a character. <laughs> that's what I? you sound like. That you sound like how when you play Terry on Chris's D and D session, that's what you sound like right now. Without the obnoxious. No, Terry part. is first of all, it's a therapist, and he talks like this. Yeah. So this is gonna be maybe a very heavy D and D podcast because this is recorded after our Sunday D&D session where Justin runs, but I also run one on Wednesdays and Therisis is one of the most obnoxious characters ever. And I love it. I'm also first time DMing. So I'm like, Hey, let's just do a dungeon crawl. Uh, to help me learn monsters and other things like that. And literally in the first five minutes, Therisis derails my entire starting um, plot. And I'm just like, Hey, Charles helped with that. I still think the best character ever, though, is Jeremy Oh, no, Jams. Jeremy Jams is amazing. <laughs> so for those of you who absolutely don't Jeremy know Jeremy Jams, you can probably go back to our... What weekend was it? Was it No, it was two weekends ago, right? Yeah, it was two weekends so, ago. So um, a plug for our this was recorded. D&D is we are on Twitch. We I'm pretty sure they're all recorded, right, D Justin? Yeah, the, uh... Unfortunately, right now, we only have 14 days of archive. Oh, so then some of them are gone. Um, until I start uploading. I haven't started uploading them to YouTube yet. I'm downloading oh, them. Oh, okay. So you do have them. But cool. I have not. All right. But so wherever our podcast is available, if you go watch the June 14th session. Not podcast. Yeah. If you oh, go see the June 14th session. I never stopped the stream. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> No, no, it's it's been on the thanks okay. for joining screen for a while. Um, Jeremy Jam is such a legendary character that he actually made it into the campaign that I'm running. Yeah. So how about instead of talking about the middle of, middle of our campaign, we start it from the beginning. Because that, that's the one thing that kind of sucks about it. We kind of started streaming eight sessions in, nine, seven sessions in. Professionally streaming. And it kind of... Yeah, we weren't streaming at all before, but we just went from no streaming to professional stream because of Justin's dedication. Granted, he was going to start. It was mainly just because my girlfriend wanted to watch. So. That is how it started out, yeah. yes. And I just. 
That's yeah. literally how it turned out. And then it's I just... not usually what you expect when your girlfriend asks you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to try using Mixer because, you know, Twitch is mainstream. And then three weeks later, Mixer gets. <laughs> By the way, Mixer is dead. Uh, yeah. Because they killed it off. Uh, Microsoft is just like. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's yeah. talk about this. So Mixer, which originally started out as a. Okay, wait, Justin. One thing yes. at a time. We can know oh, it fine. I we can go wherever. Now. Okay. It was, a, okay, it was yeah. a nice segue. Let's talk about the failure of Microsoft. Do it. Go for it. We love it. Well, the thing is, we were like, hey, no, we'll, we'll continue with Microsoft. I was just like, hey, let's start off with the beginning of D&D, and then we don't even say the story. Yeah, but D &D. they can look at our D&D video, then talk about that. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about that. I, I think this is a more interesting story. Um, so... Uh, Mixer, which originally started out as Beam, not to be confused Casey with the Casey Neistat Beam. Um, uh, it was like called Go Beam, I believe. Uh, but it's created by like these super cool, pe cool people who uh, do like uh, they just wanted to create uh, a competitor for Twitch because Monopoly, no good. Pretty. I wouldn't pretty, say Twitch like, is a Monopoly though. They are a very much a okay. monopoly. A monopoly streaming service. Do On it. Streaming YouTube for live it's not, streaming. It's not a competition. It, it, I mean, uh, okay. Can you go to YouTube right now and just quickly find? Oh, I want to see the the quickest. I, I want to see the top Dungeons and Dragons stream. Right well, now. okay. So that's what I was about to say. They, like each of them have their own niche. So, like, if I do live on but YouTube, me, but, so that means it's not a competition, though. Like you could say. You could say that YouTube is an indirect competitor for game streaming because it does offer the functionality, but it doesn't particularly offer the exact set of services that Twitch That's does. Fair. And yeah. so like, what Justin's saying about Mixer is that it was a little bit more direct because they offered the same, I guess, pack. Like, I don't really oh, know. Oh, don't like, forget I'm about Ustream. And I, I feel elderly or live now that... All our websites from the past. Yeah, but Ustream wasn't trying to go after Twitch. They were just doing. They were just trying to be a, a live streaming service, like like yeah. Justin TV, which was what Twitch originally was, uh, which is like a spinoff of Justin TV. But yeah, Mixer. They were trying to be a kind of like a more community focused, like in engagement wise, uh, competitive to Twitch. Uh, and Microsoft bought them for like X amount of money. Uh, I don't even remember when. It, it's been a while. And they've been just like slowly building up. Uh, and then, I don't even think like a year ago, they, uh, the, over the time, they've been like slowly just been signing contracts with little streamers. But then, like within like this past year, they signed contracts with like two of the biggest streamers on Twitch Shroud, who is a competitive uh, first person shooter uh, gamer. And Ninja, who is a big Fortnite streamer, uh, but despite all that, they just couldn't get enough uh, viewership because Twitch just has like this. Uh, they were getting there, but they still just weren't uh, really hitting the numbers that probably Microsoft wanted That's to see. Fair. Yeah. So, so I've taught, and also like I watch streamers, and the main one I watch, he was saying. To join Mixer, Mixer has to because Twitch has a partner program. Yeah. So after a while of streaming, you become a partner. You get some benefits. Mixer needed to match the benefits of already Twitch partners to be a Mixer partner or whatever Mixer used, and Mixer wasn't providing that. So the Twitch partners that were streaming were gonna lose their safety net or like the the whatever amount of head they were of the starting streamer they didn't want to lose that oh yeah because it's moving to a completely different platform where some of your audiences probably they didn't want to switch platforms they like twitch because all their other streamers right. that they watch watch twitch yeah. but it's all about taking risk and then like also mixer they were trying to be uh like especially when they started out like when they were still beam and they weren't bought by microsoft they were trying to be like this independent competitor that wasn't influenced by anything else and uh that requires money still and twitch had mm -hmm. the fortunate being uh fortunate start of being justin tv which was huge back in the day 
and then when they transitioned to becoming Twitch, they just had they have all these years ahead. Yeah. I actually did not know it was Justin TV. I didn't realize like, you created your own TV thing. Oh yes, <laughs> I, I, it, it was me, not Justin Long. Yeah, uh, and also it says Justin has the benefit of. Oh, I'm thinking. Sorry, Justin Long is the actor. <laughs> but yeah, Twitch also had the benefit of hosting esports. It hosts CS:GO, Overwatch, Rainbow Six, League. I think every single esport is streamed on Twitch. Uh, most esports they actually multi-stream. Really? Um, well, yeah, I know League does because it does it on its own website. Because I'm a fucking pleb that plays League, but yeah. That's okay. My coworker Imama plays League also. So, <laughs> oh really? I didn't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. She we will play. Um, well, I, I won't play because I have other things to do when I'm at work. Oh wow! But, uh, <laughs> during her during her lunchtime, it's her lunchtime. She's allowed to do what she wants. This isn't on the uh, record, right? Right. This isn't. Going oh, not at right? all. <laughs> it's not going to be on the internet or anything. <laughs> where I'm friends with your Facebook Wait, this is principal. Let, we will just, you know, uh, share it out to the millions, and I'll tell people what Justin does at work, too. <laughs> Justin does productive stuff. Whatever you say. Maybe not directly productive to what I'm For doing your job. <laughs> at the moment. Justin? Hey, no, no, it, it could be productive for the job, but it just may be another aspect of the job, which is like programming a web app to make my job easier. <laughs> Justin's one of those people that is more productive in the location that they don't need to be working in. So, like, if he's at work, he could do whatever household thing he needs from there somehow, and it'll it'll be productive and great. But the second he gets to home, he's like, well, can't do anything normal here, so I got to just redesign the entire network that's for work. That's right for Justin. It, that's yeah. where he gets inspiration. He was literally like, oh, I had nothing to do, so I just created a whole stream setup. We were just like, oh. But enough Ooh, about me. Uh, so Wait. <laughs> okay, so. Finish so, yeah, the mixer I'm, story. I'm, oh, well, yes, but I'm just looking into Justin TV now, so I have their very accurate Wikipedia page pulled right. up. Um, and it says, so there was a parent company that bought Justin TV and had both Twitch and yep. Justin TV. But they let go of Justin TV. Oh, yep. I thought it was like something that Twitch... turned into Twitch. Well, uh, Justin TV, um, it was around for a couple years, and then uh, they created Twitch as like a like using basically using the same infrastructure, same base code, uh, just a different like theme and different a more gaming focus. Because what they noticed on Justin TV was like their games category was just filled with so many people so in order to create a more gamer focused site they created twitch and then eventually they were like justin tv isn't really essentially they were like uh, justin tv really isn't doing anything for us so uh what happened was is justin tv used to become the parent they changed the name to twitch and then they shut down justin tv interesting history about that and then, and then amazon the eventually bought them <laughs> and then in the beginning of twitch um it was filled with a lot of cam girls which caused a whole ban of a section and they got really strict with their um policy policies after that see but, that's twitch. why twitch you can go no i was just gonna say yeah twitch has so many issues and this is why something like mixer needs to happen because uh twitch just has uh like right now what's going on as well is a lot of sexual allegations between pop uh, many up there twitch streamers and people in the gaming industry and people who work within twitch themselves like this past like week has just been a whole bunch of um people finally coming out about uh all the sexual harassment and uh, uh, some racial uh, problems uh, within Twitch and that whole community yeah. themselves. That's been happening in Riot, which is the company that owns League. And also um, a YouTuber, some people may know, Chilled Chaos, 
got accused of sexually assaulting or raping like a 12 year old or something and this guy went all out saying nope this isn't true and he posted bank statements he reached out to blizzard being like hey can i get your chat logs i want to prove this person false he contacted the hotel everything this guy went all out to disprove this because i'm not saying i feel like that's overcompensating you know trying to hide something at that point then (laughs) <laughs> all right um we just had some technical difficulties got resituated and chris is gonna start talking about the youtuber slash streamer that he was finishing talking about so go ahead but yeah we don't know where it cut off but chilled chaos recently got some f- he says that they're false um but he's been going off and disproving them and then uh, I was going to call you Master Fist. I'm so used to it. But Muhammad was saying, like, he's compensating for something. And my argument is that once somebody gets a rape allegation against them, doesn't matter if it's true or false, it smears their name and it ruins their career. So he's trying to stop the smear before it even happens. But it's already happened, didn't, haven't it? Like, it, it, it no. It, there is a period, I'm not going to say it's a grace period, but there is a period before any damage is done. He replied right away. He didn't like, he didn't wait a week or a month. No, the day it happened, I think the day after, he replied and went off. So he's trying to stop any damage from happening. I mean, you can't really like get everybody to just be like, hold on, wait a minute. Um, let me, let me consider all the facts, especially since of all the cancel culture that's as pervasive in our society it but he he has addressed it and he did make a comment on reddit and he and he uh, posted on reddit and he said that 99 percent of people are that he read are backing him up there's one percent that doesn't believe him but there's always one percent that won't believe you well i feel like you you can't take an accurate poll especially if He's like pulling yeah. his supporters. I, I doubt he was uh, doing an actual uh, yeah percentage, but it's yeah no. There are definitely people who only saw the first claim, and that's all they're ever going to believe. There's people right. who, even if they did see his counterclaim, they they still may not believe him. But honestly, this whole thing just brings up the point like, like uh, if this is false, then that just hurts everyone else who is actually trying to exactly real allegations and everything. allegation because it just it gives people who uh want to be naysayers want to be naysayers and just want to be dim- dismissive uh, f- uh fuel to their fire to uh say like oh no they're all just fake yeah i think yeah, it I comes mean, down like, a big thing that's been oh, go ahead sorry I just think it comes back to like people don't um they don't do their research and they kind of just accept the first thing that comes at you and so like going back like 20 years like the big thing was like oh vaccines cause cancer or autism and like there's been multiple studies that have gone off to just prove, prove that dozens and dozens of times and you know like even now like one person out there who was supposedly an authority was like face masks don't work and now it's an affront on your liberty and freedoms. Meanwhile, it's now been confirmed that like wearing them saves people's lives. Yeah. And we're like, no, no, Mr. Doctor Man over there told me otherwise, and therefore, right. I mean, right. like, remember, um, like the week before they closed schools, the chancellor like sent out a letter saying, "Oh, students are allowed to wear masks, and you can't tell them not to take it off, but it isn't advised right now because there's no proven fact." of it, at doing anything you just can't take it off have someone take it off and i'm just like oh okay like my mom to this day comes back to me and it's like whenever i tell her something that's happening now or whatever like fact it's like yeah but a couple months ago they were saying you don't need to wear face masks so like how do i know what they're saying now is true yeah and a couple of years ago we used to a hundred years ago we used to share the same bath water yeah it's right. like that thing it's like you know that I don't know if you guys saw it, but I think it was college humor sketch where it was the guy is being Google and people come in and ask him a question. And then um, this lady that. comes in. Yeah, this lady comes in and goes, Vaccines cause autism. And he's like, I have 900 something 
articles that say they don't add one that it does. And then she just grabs the one. And is like, ha, I knew it. And I was like, it's knowing what you're reading because holy shit is COVID or whatever you want to call it a mess. Not even in its like what it does to people's bodies, but how it tore people apart people are like oh this is a natural disease oh this is a disease made in a lab oh this was in china and then china sent out sleeper agents to cough on people in america and in europe i'm like it's a disease you're people are creating drama where there doesn't need to be drama it's a fucking disease take it seriously like america is just falling apart while other countries are like, yeah, we got this. Right, but also it's not just America that's falling apart. It's a lot of other countries too, but we say that we're like the leaders and whatever and can't get our own shit yeah. together. It's yeah. kind of sad, but also it's that's so because like... of our leadership and our leadership now wanting to just be like, oh, we're all good now. Just keep moving on with your daily life as you used to when that's absolutely not true anymore. But that, but they won't go to Florida or Arizona, right? Because they, the RNC, like moved their convention too, right? Yeah, they canceled the conventions, and I don't know which what it was, but yeah, some some political, I, the GOP, they um they uh they stopped their uh their convention, their no. big convention for voting delegates yeah. and all that. I don't know, but I think yeah, they, they actually moved it from like North Carolina. North Carolina, North Dakota, South Dakota, something of those to like Florida or something. But I think they're moving in again now because Florida is one of the biggest hotspots. I have a friend down in Florida and she's like, people down here just, they they just act like nothing is different. They've never like fully locked down or any of that stuff. And I'm just like, right. I don't know what's going on in Florida, but every so often we get one of those wonderful newspaper headlines about florida man doing something outrageous so it doesn't surprise yeah like that me. entire meme going around where you type in florida man and then put your birthday after and you see whatever happened with a crazy florida man on your birthday yeah. and like you could find you one know, for every day you do know you do know why florida man exists right no are we got to get with a conspiracy <laughs> no 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 no, no. Florida and their conspiracy to make everyone a florida man no, um, so the reason Florida. the Florida man meme exists is because Florida has a law where it um, it allows all um, police reports to be public. You mean something good? Oh, <laughs> you, you mean... Aren't... Like, any, like anything that happens with the police, like arrests, Isn't complaints... Well, I mean, no, any government entity is public information... To... I mean, yeah. it's just you need there, to request it through stuff, uh, definitely. Yeah, and what actually? Uh, but it's literally called the Freedom of Information Act. Oh, is it Freedom of Information that... Act or Freedom of Information Law? Because then it's under FOIL. Uh, maybe it's Freedom of Information. Because I remember I FOIL has uh, first, first outer first inner last. last. <laughs> um, wait, yeah, no. yeah. Oh wait, no, Freedom Cause... of never mind. <laughs> Yeah, because I remember, um, what's it called, reading something like that where, like, Florida has some, like, I guess the rules are looser or something like that. So journalists just can just, if they have a shitty day, they can just go like, oh, what's happening in the police department? And they can see everything. But also, that's a good thing, so. Yeah. We... So, quick fact check for us. Um, FOIL is in New York State specifically. It's called gotcha. Freedom of Information Law. Yeah, Florida must have something else. Um, but uh, but no, like public, especially police records, being public is a good thing as long as after the case is closed. Like yeah, I would never that... say have something open public when it's an active investigation, because that just yeah. risks things. Yeah, but back to what we were talking about um, before we went on this tangent, um, mixer. Right. Yeah. Yes. We were on a massive tangent twice <laughs> or more. Hey, that's uh, all good. But, this is a free flow of talking. But yeah, uh, but obviously Mixer wasn't doing good. So Microsoft well, last week was just like, hey, 
Uh, so we're closing the site and oh, a month. So that's a great amount of time for you to rebuild your community and switch over to a new streaming platform. Oh, um, which Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook scooped them up. Well, it's not like Facebook scooped them up. They're uh, basically Mixer is just shutting down, and Microsoft is just partnering with Facebook Gaming, which is even worse than YouTube Gaming somehow. Because like, <laughs> who goes to Facebook to? I'm gonna watch some Dungeons and Dragons on Facebook. Yeah. Well, I mean, in yeah, general, people. the Facebook community has like completely gone out. And it's just like the older generation. I mean, I'm including well, myself in this older generation for that. But like, so I I have some YouTube. I know some YouTubers who went on to Facebook Gaming because they got a contract, and you know numbers aren't allowed to be shared. But it is a pretty fat contract and a pretty I mean pretty fat paycheck. Well, um. Yeah, uh, uh, Ninja and Shroud, they got a thirty million and ten million dollars, uh, respectively. Uh, oh, well, just for joining Mixer. Yeah, but like you know, these guys were not the highest level YouTubers. They were like two hundred subs. I can actually. Why don't we in. get contracts like that for teaching? Like, I'd love because to get ten million dollar money for going to a school or something. But yeah, I mean, but if you were working in the private education space, then maybe you would get. No one's giving me ten million. But yeah, but um, once their contract ran out, they went to um, what's it called, Twitch, um, streaming on um, Facebook. You get like no viewers, yeah, barely anything. So these guys had like one million subs around, I would say, and you know they got some pretty good contracts, but still, um, streaming yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, no, is and because a lot of these contracts, like especially with like, uh, like when Ninja, like he, that was a big leap for him because he was getting like hundreds of thousands of people watching him every day on Twitch. So like a lot of these contracts, what they include is like, hey, if you join us, we'll match whatever Twitch is paying you for a minimum of like a a year, even if you're not actually uh, having those streamers. Uh, having those viewers and having those like subscriptions or I forget what Mixer had. Yeah. But it's also like it was a safety like Ninja came out on top no matter what because he, that was at a point where Fortnite was starting to die out. Um, You know, it's still Fortnite popular. died out? It, it, it's lost its traction. All the Fortnite YouTubers stopped playing it Oh, um, yeah. but Twi uh, Ninja is always going to have his viewership, and it's yeah, because Ninja, yeah, and Ninja, even though he was big for Fortnite, uh, it's more the thing with all streamers and all YouTubers is, uh, really, it's not about it's not about the game. You you are a personality. It's all about how you interact. Actually, interact. actually, that is false. I think I've... all streamers and all. No, uh, uh, no, no. Would disagree. I, I've. Would disagree. No, no, no. Like I've, everyone I've... who's done studies would very much disagree with you. That... I've talked yes, with probably... streamers, and they said. You talked to Ninja. Is what you're no, I've, I've talked to lower tier streamers, but they have said that, um, it sucks being, um, a one game streamer, because. You get a community of watching that one game. Um, well, yes, but also, like, if you're a lower but tier, you need what? to get it in by the game. No, and then that's what you're doing. Uh, you need to start out with one game because if you don't, no one's gonna know what you're going to watch. Uh, but, what yeah, it's all about that buy-in. But it's all. But if even if you stream one game, it's more about the personality that's in that corner. It's not about like if I go to Twitch right now and start watching some random. A Dark Souls streamer, and like they're not engaging me, then I'm not gonna watch them. So but that is the thing. Um, a lot of streamers when they go off to their a different game because they want to try variety streaming, they lose uh, like half of their numbers. That's the issue with become yeah. streaming multiple games. You lose your numbers, and then you have to rebuild the community in that game. But yes. but it's also, um, 
But the thing is, yeah, that, that's going to happen, but you have to do that in a strategic way so that way you don't completely lose your viewership. Like, uh, there, so you have to do it, you have to do it in like stages and still try to figure out, all right, maybe I'm tired of playing Fortnite, but what's another game that checks all the boxes that may actually still get me in my same viewership? And so, like, like, if, you, like if you sit yeah. here, you look at Ninja and like what games he's known for playing like you see on there that of course fortnite's there but then you have three more battle royale type styled games um and then he has you know something that's completely unrelated um, he had halo then PUBG. no it was what was it, it wasn't PUBG. PUBG was the second one it there was, was player unknowns battlegrounds z1 battle royale there we um, go h1z1 that was the first one then PUBG, and then fortnite so, and then, so he clearly knows what is in his wheelhouse and he's going to stay that. But the thing is, he doesn't, he, he doesn't, especially when you get as big as Ninja, like even if he loses X amount, there are still people who are still going to watch him. And his percentage of loss oh, is lower, but then yeah. all he has to do is every now and then like shoot up Fortnite or whenever yeah. there's a big Fortnite update, he like, but it's, and, but that's the thing is, um, but I'm talking about the smaller streamers, the ones that don't have that ninja viewership. Yeah, but even a smaller streamer, they need to still, uh, you need to, like, in order to build your community, which is, like, what, like, um, like, the Mixer and, like, Twitch, like, before you even become a partner, it's all about building a community first before they really even give you that. Uh, so what it's all about is you need to stay within, like, a lane. because Something recognizable. Just, and you can't just like be bouncing around between like today i'm playing minecraft tomorrow i'm gonna play uh call of duty next day i'm gonna play some animal crossing like it, it it's not gonna work out for you because like uh you the people who joined you crossing? on that first of what? course yeah 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 you can stream anything but it's just like you are but right if you, you go to... all right today i'm playing call of duty next day i'm gonna play battlefield next day Oh, maybe I like Star Wars. I'm going to play Battlefront. Maybe that's going to be my, one of my lower days because not everyone pl plays or wants to watch Battlefront. But I'm still going to have a more consistent... And you shouldn't sh uh, you shouldn't shift every day. Like, maybe... Yeah. Like, uh, but you're still going to have a more consistent because you're staying within one lane of people who just like to watch FPS. So people just who like to watch this. Yeah. Like, for, like, for yeah. example, one of the things that I'm going to do when I finish my doctorate, is I need a hobby. And so I'm going to... Sidebar, into... Damiano is getting his doctorate. Yes, yes surprise. Um, and so um, the idea is that, you know, we still play D&D &D on Sundays and that gets streamed. But I'm thinking about, like, you know, picking a few games that I really like and I'm probably going to do those once a week and then maybe do some other type of thing where... Because I see that a lot of people stream, but it'd be really great if, like, I could try something new i don't i'm not trying to make revenue from it or anything yeah. but you know if like i can get a few people to just like hang out we can chat and i'll play a variety of games like one of my favorite streamers is damien haas who um you may know from being on smash pit games and um he he changes what he does all the time but it's also like his personality drives it and like he does fit into like a core theme of games Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that he's like ninja level, but I also wouldn't say that he's like somebody who just started out. Um, yeah. And like, he's had to cancel quite a few of his recent streams, either just from like personal issues or not feeling well, or like completely not doing what he normally does because he ran fundraisers for Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. um, among other things. And so it's just like making those shifts and being culturally responsive is just as important but i i would have to agree with you christian on the fact that you do need to have like a thematic structure but i'm also with muhammad and justin about like the personalities what keeps you there after yeah. after you get them hooked it's definitely the personality but the issue is is how many people have that guide because i if i want to do streaming like i've been my dream was be a youtuber blah 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 but it's like how many people have the guide of Oh yeah, you should if you're in for into first person shooters, stream only first person shooters, you know, and swap out not, don't swap out so often. It's the smaller streamers are the ones that are, are hardest to start 
and YouTube is also very bad with um, starting up a career in that because of adpocalypse. Right. Pause you right there. You made the biggest mistake by wanting to become a. a you, people recognize when you were trying to do this to make it a career first and not just have fun first. If well, you, you never. I... You can't enter. People are going to recognize that. Oh, they're just doing this because they just want. Uh, obviously you could always have the perspective of potentially this becoming a job but you can't go into that expecting that to happen oh and, i know i understand that and you can't yeah. also you can't think about that so like when we stream i literally don't look at the viewer count i don't because i don't care i'm just this is about uh getting my girlfriend to watch the game yeah no <laughs> like, I understand. has she been watching about yeah, she watches the archives mainly because she she works later now. But yeah, like okay. I understand what you're saying, and yeah, that definitely wasn't the idea I had in my mind. It was like I love playing video games. I do some funny ass shit in video games. I want to share this with people. It it was never like, oh, I'm gonna be the number one YouTuber. It was just the, that's what a lot of people who start out streaming is. That's all they're thinking about is like. Oh, how do money off what's of my viewer account? What what's how do I start making money off of this? And you, you can't start out that way. It's just no, you it's can't. About, no. Like all these big I streamers, mean, they were just like, uh, like ten years ago, they were just college students that had a bunch of free time and they just streamed. Yeah. And yeah, uh, and also, and like, uh, like, uh, Tommy Allen was talking about Damien Haas, one of my uh favorite streamers that I watch when I half time is dan's gaming and he was like one of the original like justin tv uh streamers but he's a variety streamer meaning like he doesn't have a set game he just does like uh he just plays through like games that he either loves or whatever's like the newest release ad but you can't unless you're coming with a pre-built like pre-founded audience like do whatever means like whether it's like you just or have a big Twitter following or have a big uh, YouTube following. You can't really get into streaming to be a variety streamer because because um, like even if you're doing like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play The Last of Us Part 2 when it comes out. Guess what? All the big streamers are playing Last of Us Part 2. No one's going yeah. to be watching your stream. Right. Unfortunately. What? Go ahead. Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> what? That's like what, what that? I want to I want to just play a bunch of games that I used to play and just be like, like revel in nostalgia with me. If you're here, if you're not like, yeah. I'm hoping you're doing something you're enjoying. And then like from time to time, like I'll play a game where I'm like, I didn't make the game. I don't know how game design works, but I can tell you that if I land in this exact spot, no one can hit me. Um, and you can watch me destroy my friends in both a uh, friendly and competitive aspect because they will lose. Okay, so I've since been... we are talking about getting big on, like, whatever, add your point of view from educators. How do you feel about your students finding... what? So, like, that's one thing I'm terrified about. Like, even with our D&D stuff or my podcast or whatever I do, like, I don't want my kids finding that, one, I have a life outside of school because that's, like, one of the things that, like, I guess as kids we're just like, oh... Mr. or Mrs. completely just lives in the school, and then when we leave, they're still in the school, and they're here in the morning. Like, but, like, how like do you feel about, like, your kids trying to find you or, like, figuring out and then watching what you're doing? Somebody who, like, gave you your orientation, and I was just like, you need to separate the student from the teacher and all of this stuff. Like, it's kind of... Um hypocritical of me to be like but why does it matter like who cares like yeah I was having a conversation yesterday with um some like people I didn't know and you know naturally I put on the the smile and I'm like oh I'm a teacher and all this stuff and they're like well what do your students call you and I'm like Damiano and they were like that's it and I was like yeah they call me my name because they're 17 and therefore shouldn't have to bow down just because I'm the authority fi figure mm -hmm. in so, like, I guess it would depend for most teachers, but for me, like, my kids call me by my first name. Like, I'm right now, I'm only like six, seven years older than them. And so that's, that's kind of like a problem. But I also just really don't care. Like, if I don't, if I didn't want them to know, 
you know, as a cybersecurity instructor, like I know better, like lock things up, don't be on there. I wouldn't be recording the podcast if I didn't even think for just a moment that, you know, one of one of the greats from my classroom wouldn't hear this one day. And you know what? I hope they do because I either miss them or I don't. And um, I still want them to come back so I can give them a hug. Yeah, I, I feel like that's definitely feel the same way. I just, I just want to get all the people on the side of while while you prepare your uh, rebuttal, Muhammad. Uh, <laughs> I really don't care. Like, uh, I am exactly <laughs> the person that I'm on stream is the exact same goofy, uh, stupid person that I am in front of the classroom. Stupid. Like, yeah, same here. Uh, like. If anything, it's just like, hey, look, uh, I'm still the same person. It's more proof. And it's also, and like, I think whenever I hear people say that about teachers, I feel like I was always different because my mom was a teacher. So I obviously knew, like, yeah, teachers, they go home. They have lives. They like, and especially with like my parents, they, they had lives. And like they went out to places and had fun. They had. They don't have, still have lives now. They that still all do. Of you guys grown. Uh, but still, it, to me, I guess it was just never like I never saw teachers that way. Mm-hmm. So I guess that kind of helps with me. They're obviously, um, yeah. Like, I'm what I was saying. Like, obviously, uh, if the, the students will find anything. Trust oh, me, really like will. Oh, they really, no. really will. So there's no point if if you like you were saying about uh, the streamer before. If he's trying to hide, he 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 was very quick to defend himself. So clearly he's trying to hide something. If you're hiding something from your students, they're gonna not trust you. Oh yeah, no, you know I don't think anyone's had this, but I had one of my students not only find oh, hey, is this your mother? Hey, is this your father? Is this where your address is? She found everything about me. Well, that should have been reported. That, That's just creepy. And I was just like, why? And she's like, just to show you I can. And I'm like, cool. Do your work. Can what? Can. <laughs> she couldn't find anything about me. I'm like, she, well, she was acting like I was hiding a body. I'm like, no, I'm just a normal person. And then I also had another weird instance where... Um, the people down, this is like when I, for my first teaching gig back two years ago, um, the people downstairs moved out and I go to the school, I meet my students, blah, blah, blah. And then two weeks later, it's like, oh yeah, we have, we're having new tenants move in. And I'm like, okay, cool. I go give my dad a piece of paper downstairs and guess who I see? That's so One funny. One of my students. <laughs> well, you did live like a couple of blocks away from your school, right? No, on the other side of the cemetery. But, you know, the next day I came up to her. I'm like, you're Queens moving. Their cemeteries. They're just all over the place. Yeah. In Queens? I, yeah. I came up to her. I, I took her out of the class because I'm like, it's, she's going to see me eventually. I might as well break the ice now. I, I took her out of the, like, she was walking down. I'm like, hold up. I need to talk to you real quick. And I'm like, you're moving, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm your new neighbor. And she was like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. I live right above and, you. She yeah, got, and it, like, I don't care. But now that you're telling me, oh my, no, oh no, it, I, um, it definitely kind of just like blew her world. Like she, like, you know, you, you don't expect your students to know where you know, just your students in the area you live, much less live right under you. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's, Wow. But like, okay, so like with that, like, so here's my thing with my kids finding out about any of my life is just that, mm-hmm. huh? They're just going yeah, No, they absolutely are going to. And I'll tell you some creepy stories. Well, not creepy, but just stories with a bunch of my kids is that um, starting out is just like, I, so I teach 10th graders. So they're a lot more younger and a lot more immature, especially in the beginning of the year. So like I have a natural progression of, my personality throughout the school year, which I think a lot of us as educators do. Like I start out in the beginning of the year being very stern, very um, teacherly and strict and all this other stuff just to like start out with the rules and figure out what we're doing and how we're doing it and get the class rules acclimated. 
And, like, especially then, I don't want them knowing who I am outside. Because if you know me outside, you know that, one, in five months, six months, I'm not really going to care about most things. And I'm just, like, I'm very nice. And, like, that's like that's the thing about me is just, like, once you get to know me, I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Or, yeah, your assignment was due, like, three months ago. But, sure, just give it to me and I'll still grade it and, like, retroactively do whatever. Like... That's definitely not the culture I want in the beginning of the school year. And then towards the end, that's when they get to know me. But, like, this school year especially, I've had, like, multiple kids. This is in, like, I think it was in November. Like, right before we went away for Thanksgiving or something. I leave the school on that Wednesday. And I get by the time I leave the school to when I get home, I have, like, 50 new Instagram requests. Who are these requests? Just my entire three classes of various students. I'm just like, oh, interesting. I come back the next week. Kids are literally regurgitating my bio to me. And I'm just like, I love you. Like, what is that? And then, like, also, it was just a lot. And then this happened. They all want to know what I drive. Because, and then, like, so one or two students will see what I drive. And then, because I, like, look around for parking in the morning or whatever. And then, the next thing I know, the entire class and the entire people know what I drive. Or, like, I'll also have where, like, kids walk me to my car just to find out what car I have. Very weird. I don't understand them. But that's what happens. They want to know you. They do. But I'm just like, there needs to be some sort of, like, barrier. Like yeah, I honestly. just to know the story with when I was at Steam and when we were at um, Boys and Girls, um, we I, I had left really late one day because we had the robotics competition the next day, so the kids were working on the robots and everything, and then I load everything up in my car to take it to the competition the next day. These kids would literally not let me drive away; they were literally blocking me in to in the parking lot of Boys and Girls, and would not let me leave. Yeah, but those same kids were begging for you a year and a half later when they were graduating. They were like, if only we could revel in one of the greatest teachers we've ever had. Even though, <laughs> even though some of you might argue that, like, oh, it was such a shoestring operation. Like, and it was. Because <laughs> no, it was it a totally brand. Was. But, like, they really they really got to know who you were. Um, I want to just share, like, a brief story, if that's okay. Um, I yeah. think Justin knows where I'm going. Um it has to do with a cahoot. Um, oh, so no, I, yeah, yeah. So just um, you know, for this school year, our juniors, like they, which are which are our eleventh graders, they got really cutesy. Um, but for whatever reason, they were also really like built on like rumors and like gossiping behind people's backs. And ultimately, one day, like I found out that they were talking about me, and I was just like, okay, well. I, I love to be the center of attention, which is why I'm here for the podcast, right? <laughs> um, but I was like, what are they talking about? And fortunately, like, I think I'm a people person, but my co-teacher is a lot more into it with kids. Like, she knows the trends, she gets the dances, um, and she can get she can get the the three one one on anything. And so she's like, oh, they're talking about like, like, they want to know if you're gay, and I'm like. Uh, okay, so let's see. How do I want to address this? And I'm like, like to me, like they're, like every teacher wants to be able to separate their work from their home life. But like at a point, like a part of who you are is like a part of what the classroom is. So like for for the record, I'm bisexual, but like I wasn't gonna make that easy for them. So what I did was I made a kahoot with ten questions in it, and I said, "All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do a little activity where you're gonna write a little bit about yourselves, so that way they could write about who they are." And then I kind of like dropped the ball, like I I I you know punted that mic onto the ground, and I was just like, "All right, now we're gonna talk about me." And um, we played the kahoot, and um, some of the questions were like really misleading. Some of them were like, "Oh, like I'm a first I'm a first family member to go to college," you know, like I came from a low income economic background and that was more for them to see that there's more to me than just like a white guy but when it came to the question of like is mr m gay like the room was like at a standstill like and then and then i have i've never seen like it's it would have been a world record 
for how quickly they answered it and then how quickly that they were like confused because the follow-up question was mr m is straight and they were like but wait if the last one was false then this one needs to be true and only one kid um and i won't i won't name drop him uh for privacy reasons but he he was like i know i know what you're playing on me right now i know exactly what you're trying to lay down um and so it just it really went into like a really good conversation later about like what you did was invasive um and if you had just asked it wouldn't have been a big issue um but you know kids just want to know about you because you know once they like you they they they, want, they just want to know i found it cute i also yeah. they also learned not to mess with me again <laughs> <laughs> no rumors yeah. about mr m you can spread the rumors but just know that i'm gonna come with a 10 page kahoot a <laughs> slideshow maybe some spreadsheet i don't know you never know what you're gonna get god your spreadsheet organization was it your spreadsheet organization or just your google doc organization is fucking insane this guy we had a meeting at his school once and he's like oh yeah let me show you this whole plan i have for a job i don't even oh, have i remember yes i remember this what and, are you talking about it's you were showing us like um, you were showing us this. I think it was something with SVA program or organization um, or something. And the then, operational. like, yes, but also something else. There was more to it. But like, you had this Excel sheet where I was just like, "That's an interesting way of doing it." So it was you brainstorm through Google Sheets. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like how? Like that doesn't work. Like with me, it's personally with Excel sheets, spreadsheets, and all that. It's there needs to be a straight organization to that like this column is this this column is this and this is how our all everything flows together like i would never be able to brainstorm on spreadsheet yeah you are and you and justin damiano your brain are amazing and if i was a neuroscientist i want to study it <laughs> the fact that justin is like oh yeah let me do housework at work and home um work stuff at home I think and the housework was a little misleading. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm doing my laundry in the bathroom of the. No, so. no, I understand that, <laughs> but it's just like, and also oh. not doing any schoolwork. Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, that just, just never fits in anywhere. <laughs> but it's yeah. just like, as your professor, I can tell you right now <laughs> that Justin's homework was. Am oh, I allowed see, to okay, say see, the... break purple? I, I give you permission as former student. <laughs> Just you know, late all the time. <laughs> hey, my assignments weren't weren't late. Just the last one. Okay, fine. The, certain assignments just never arrived. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, but, but, see, but like that's another I, thing. Like you are, or no, Chris, you weren't in that class, were you? No, computers. Or well, yeah, no. no was like so, Damiano was the professor of. A couple of people in our D and D thing, so that's like another where it's you're technically the teacher, and then we're all friends out here in the world of that exists. So yeah, and like, I was Greg's high school exists. So yeah. versus the world that doesn't exist. The irony is true. not lost on me. <laughs> yeah. You're always gonna be doing. I'm the teacher. I'm you're the student for a while. <laughs> But it's okay. At some point, they will teach me something. Justin has quite a bit that he has over me now. And so yeah. I try to boost you know it and be like, oh, teach me, master. And he's like, no, you got this. You can do it. And I'm like, stop being nice. Just teach me. So, oh, God. No. I... When I worked with Justin for three months and he made me do coding, I was just like, no, stop it. You learned. You didn't even learn Barely. code. You just learned how to download it was our, code and use yeah, it. Yeah, downloading and which using like, Arduino code and whatnot. Which is half of coding. So going back to like your students knowing you like and your social life, I have a stupid, not stupid, but a mind-boggling story. Um, So we had a career financial management first period, and no one shows up because it's first period. And so financial management. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's me, one of my friends, and the teacher. And I'm like, hey, Mr. G, can I print something out on the printer? And he's oh, like, Oh, you're talking about when you were in high school? Yeah, this was back when I was in high school. Oh, okay, I was about to say, why is your you're friend in your G. class? 
No, 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 no. This was back I when I was in high school. Guys are thinking about, and I'm just thinking about, like, wow, Christian should make his own podcast of like horror stories. I'd, I'd listen. I, I remember Mr. More... G. Yeah, but, he was a sweet um, old man that everyone hated. I don't think we have the same Mr. G, but whatever. But I asked him, like, hey, Christian can I Luthoron. pull something out? He was like, who? Glutheron. No. What Mr. G are you talking about? G, as in the graphics teacher G. Who you didn't I, have. Yeah, he didn't have him, and I don't want to name drop. Anyway. Oh, okay. So then I know who you're talking about. Got it. Go ahead. Yeah. So I asked him, like, hey, can I print something out? He goes, like, yeah, how many pages? I'm like, 27. And he's like, what do you want to print out? Cards Against Humanity? He's like, oh, uh, print me out a copy, too, and use this nice paper that no one else uses. <laughs> So me and we, you know, we printed out. Um, we got our half. He got his half, and then we're cutting it up in class. And the next day, we're playing it, and he joins in. Literally, first game, we're like, okay, it's Guardians of Humanity. It can get really dark and messed up. We'll go slow. <laughs> first card, I got ninety nine problems, but blank ain't one. Take a wild guess what he plays. A bitch ain't one. Does he have a bitch? Because then that just fits no. perfectly in. <laughs> Damiano, Justin, you want to guess? I have one no of, idea. One of the best Cards Against Humanity cards that you can pick um, that uh, comes in the base pack is, um, and I quote, balls deep inside a squealing hog while firing a rifle. Was it that? No. no. <laughs> Dick breath. A little bit of a backstory about Mr. G. He's gay. When I flipped that card over and read it, the smile on his face was ear to ear. And that was the first time I really, like, that was my first moment of teachers have a life. That was the first time I've experienced that. Because before that, it was just teacher, teacher, teacher. I like this teacher, 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 teacher. That was the first time I had a human to human interaction with a teacher and it blew my mind. I was do like, I holy know? shit. You probably what do. What happened? You probably do. Well, we gotta have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, that was a fucking... I'm trying not to laugh because everyone's asleep in my house, but that was the funniest experience I've ever had in school, and I tell my students that all the time, and they fucking crack up laughing. Uh, it's a very good ice. It's a good ice. I think ice that's like another. Learn. That's just a regular high school thing at this point. Because I've definitely played Cards Against Humanity with my teachers when I was in high school, and I've definitely also played Cards Against Humanity with my kids in different scenarios. <laughs> I've played Yu-Gi-Oh, Mario Kart. Uh, Uno and Cards Against Humanity with my students and D&D oh what's happening this is my first D&D campaign so and second with you too so wow okay look at that I'm just blowing up my numbers during quarantine yeah I've had um so the first time I played D&D it was at my second school site um, my mentor's son came in and he DM'd, you know, a, a quick one shot for every period. And that was fun. And then I had an actual campaign that was going on at my friend's house. Um, and this one was in person. Versus our fake one? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, say I'm saying those aren't real. Not, not to yeah. get like a little risque, but DM to me is a very tainted um initialism so we could say game master gm okay whatever, whatever's fine no i'm not saying that you have to reconfigure your whole vernacular for Wait, me why? i just you say it and i just think it's so funny well first of all my initials are dm initials so that's are part of it oh right yeah but then is. there's there's also like there's like a like a maybe it's just me but it like to me there's like this type of like connotation to it that kind of goes into a more like I don't want to say we're intimate, but like people who Sliding think through someone's DMs, you could also go that way, sure, that too. or you know. Um, but I, I just wanted to put that out there on the record. 
Uh, uh, I probably won't change my vernacular because I suck at doing that, and I <laughs> even when yeah, I try really here. hard. Uh, I'll try. For you to know, yeah, game masters like or GM is like the uh system neutral term for it. Like, like DM is tr primarily used in Dungeons and Dragons, like that title. In other yeah. games, it's called game master. Some other systems they have like cutesy names for it, like oh, uh, fleet master. If it's like a Star Trek know, thing, like <laughs> maybe like a Star Trek, but I don't think that's. We an should definitely example. make something that's JF for you, and then your is it your initials that a, are. Yeah, I guess. Just fabulous. Just a car former. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but um, so. I had on so, actual actually speaking about those titles I just thought about something cuz like uh GitHub and like the Git right, foundation yes. they're actually changing the uh like by default a GitHub repository a repository is is just like a place where you store code and keep track of changes uh their default like sort of like uh branch which is like the different like folders not folders uh, different versions of the same like code that you're working on uh, from master to main to get rid get uh, to shift away from uh, the negative connotation like, negative connotation that comes from the word like master like slave and master which is like very much baked into like uh, wait so are they getting it? rid of slave or are they just changing master well there was never slave really but they're renaming they're changing the default uh, which was always master to now main. I mean, gotcha. maybe not in programming, but back in older hard drives, there was a master and a slave. Right, exactly. And yeah. even like with like uh, like database replication, there's always like one's a master and then you have slaves to it. So they're trying uh, with everything that's going on. They're uh, they're shifting to change that. So I wonder if because uh, I know they done uh, like Wizard of the Coast. They've been. Uh, They've Black been making a lot of announcements about uh, how they're trying to get rid of, uh, like, uh, try to, um, what's it called? Uh, try to remove the uh, sort of connotations that comes with some of like the uh, the races of uh, Dungeons and Dragons and the world. How like, uh, like especially like. Uh, orcs have very uh, uh, like like original orcs. Like even within Tolkien, sometimes they have very much like uh, racial uh, like features uh, that actually uh, relate back to like uh, Mongolians. Uh, so and like they're they're trying to like get uh, to sh uh, to make people think of races not as whatever is written in the book to like sort of like. Uh, get rid of those like racial stereotypes that comes from like ages old of fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all just been doing, or we've all just been following a lot of the historic, whatever the old white man back in the early days named it as without like thinking about it, and like that also just goes with like the systematic racism throughout everything that we do. And it's changing all that. Yeah. I feel like 2020 is one fucking hell of a year. We had a virus and then race wars and then political shit that's going on that I don't care about. Uh, Good job being an American back... citizen, buddy. I, po politics is what, like, the I am. Everything thing is, is a lot of these issues, they're not. They shouldn't be political issues. Oh, not but, not at all. Oh, like it's, political it's issues. Simple, with... Like it's just like, should you be breathing? Yeah. Should we be treated equally? Human rights. Yeah. Um, international basic human, human rights. rights, but the, of course people politicize them and um, construe meanings of certain things to uh, uh, only uh, what's it called? Only support their uh, political agenda and it's not like uh 
it's not just one side that's doing it it's both sides like you can't, yeah you can't say only one side is doing it um that's just that's taking a side both sides do this because unfortunately both sides they're ran more for about a party versus um what's actually right for the people yeah what which is is actually going yeah it's ridiculous but let's go away from politics and let's talk about our dnd session with justin like i said earlier um we started streaming what seven sessions in? i'm actually just gonna say let's stop it there and yeah, then let's talk say, about it's getting pretty late some other times because we this already have more than an hour we talked about streaming a lot so i think that that that's this topic this week we can talk about Was our it? history at some other point all right all right well do you guys have anything you guys want to sign off with um check us out on twitch twitch what apples and dice also follow us on instagram with the same name apples and dice it will be in whatever paragraph I can write about this podcast with all the links there. Um, but yeah, so have we have... Twitter, but I don't use it. We have a Twitter? Yeah, I said I have a Twitter. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Good to I know. Um, but yeah, no, so... I just, I just made sure to grab it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, so yeah, we have Damiano, Justin, and Christian. Also going by Coric, Justin, and... Crater, if you guys wanted to know that. And Masterfist. Oh, and I am Masterfist. Um, because um, Justin was being very annoying about picking a name, and that somehow came about. Um, and it works. Sure. Um, it works. It does work. No I mean, first that's name the personality the... I've taken on. The Doctor is the Doctor. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, the original name was going to be. That's a whole different. separate argument. <laughs> Really is, but okay. So, cool. thank you for signing on, everyone, and listening. If you have listened all the way to this point in the thing, which I'm assuming is like seventy or eighty minutes long at this point, um, but yeah, um, hopefully yeah. I can maybe get this weekly again or bi monthly, bi weekly, whatever that term is called. Maybe we can argue about that at some point. Yeah, but see, I just that means twice a week though, but it also means. Every two bi-week- weeks. Bi-weekly primarily means... All right, we'll, we'll discuss this later. I'll write it down as a talking point. Yeah, It is or twice a week, but primarily people will say bi-weekly as every two weeks. Yeah, but I'll try to figure out my schedule and we can talk more about how the world has changed and how I am surviving through it with my friends and people yeah, I know. And anyone who is listening... Make sure you keep your friends closer. And yeah, just keep your friends close and remember to love those who are close. Someone break your heart, Justin. Oh, positive message. Oh, we love you. You can't see him. There's hearts. All right. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one.